Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So some of you might be wondering why there was an episode up this morning and now it has been taken down and replaced with this file. And the reason is some people were not happy, but unfortunately it was a little more important than that because there was like some NDA stuff, I guess, and some law stuff, and it was turning into a whole big thing. So I kind of had no choice but to do this unless I wanted to like, you know, make my life a living hell and all this stuff. So whatever, I'm going to talk about it probably more at length to the extent to what that happens, but... In, I'm putting up the second half of the episode. There's only certain stuff I had to take down. So this is going back up. And the second half of the episode will be following this. And on top of that, next week, we got Scott Adams coming on the podcast. So we're cooking. Just a tiny clip. And I'm sorry. You can tell our friends. And they can have my things when we're dead. But we There are two sides that want to censor you and they want to be the authoritarians. One just has way more power right now. And the question is why? So why is it that you have church mothers essentially agreeing that censorship on the internet's gotten too far? And the reason is, is like I said, the fucking woke left is just so out of control that they look pretty sane. You know, I, I, I woke up to someone sending me this. It was the United Nations and this is what they posted. The COVID-19 pandemic is demonstrating what we all know. Millennia of patriarchy have resulted in a male-dominated world with a male-dominated cultural hierarchy that damages everyone. Women, men, girls, and boys. And you go, what the fuck are you talking about? Now, every comment is like, defund the UN. Shut up. It's like, what are you thinking when you post stuff like this? You go... First of all, what are you proposing? This is the UN's new platform. We're going to get rid of the patriarchy. What is that? You're talking about all the countries in the world. You know, some of them actually do have places where girls can't drive. And we're talking about other countries where it's pretty fucking equal. So what are you proposing? It's like you're just spewing nonsense that everyone hates. And if, if the patriarchy is so, why would it be bad for boys? If you think as a society, we've had this culture that's only benefited men and that's how the world's work to benefit men. Why would it be bad for us then? Excuse me. <laughs> but why would that be bad? If we have, if there's a system set up that benefits men and you're like, this is bad for you too. Well, then it doesn't benefit me if it's bad for me. And that's not a patriarchy then. That's just a system. And it's just a, if you're saying the way that the world's set up, it's bad for everyone. Then why is it, why is it a patriarchy? If it's not, if it's not good for men. It's like the whole thing doesn't make sense from the ground up. 
So when you see every single thing being turned into this psychopathic regime of ideology, it's like, yeah, they start to seem a little less crazy. You know, The Atlantic did a piece and it said the casualties of women's war on body hair. Hair removal at its core is a form of gendered social control. And it's like you're there are so much going on and you're attributing it to one thing like you go evolution of of the last 150 years over the last thousand years you go why is it possible that women have have moved towards less body hair and you could probably come up with a lot of reasons and their reason is because men are controlling them and you go out of the gate at some point women realized that if you were hotter if you were a hotter chick, you could get a better man and live a better life and get a better job probably. You could do all the things. You know, there's no privilege better than being a hot chick. And, and, and everyone had armpit hair and hair all over their legs. And one girl shaved her legs and for whatever reason that led up to that, the girls that were shaving their legs, guys are like, yeah, I like that better. And if you looked back to before, and it's like, this works for guys too, by the way. But if you look back before and there was like some girl that probably didn't have that much hair and then you had some girl that was like covered in hair, I'm sure guys liked the one with less hair better than too. Because they go, yeah, this girl has way less hair. She looks less like a dude right now. She doesn't have a hairy chest. So yeah, I'd rather that one. And then the girl with with tons of hair was like, yeah, why don't I get rid of my hair? And why don't I, it's, it's like she crossed the picket lines and she's like, yeah, I'm just going to shave all this. And the other girls were like, oh, now I look uglier by comparison because guys don't like that. And that's how a lot of this stuff shakes down. It's like when a guy realized that dudes being rich could get better, get hotter chicks. And then another guy's like, oh, I'm realized that if I got buff, girls would think I'm hot. And then they go, ugh. other guys are like, I guess we're getting buff now because you crossed the picket lines. But more importantly than all this stuff, men also shave. Not really sure how to explain this to you other than that. And then they go, they, men are, so are men being controlled by women because we shave? Is that what's going on? I mean, obviously you're a little bit being controlled by trying to get the other sex. But I know tons of guys that have gotten laser hair. Is that because they're being controlled or because they wanted to look more attractive? Another point, if you were looking at a thousand years ago, one, the, uh, the technology wasn't there for people to get laser hair removal and shave their freaking girl mustaches. <laughs> but two, women didn't have to compare themselves to a million other girls. So beauty ain't as important. You ever been somewhere with your chick where you're not seeing other chicks for like another three, four months? There's no temptation. It doesn't bug you, bug you as much, especially if you're not watching TV. You're just with one girl. It actually does help. Like, that's why marriages stayed together better back in the day. So you have a situation where it's like, yeah, you probably had a wife and then you saw like a few other chicks in the village. You weren't being exposed to like all these other hot chicks. And it's like, yeah, sorry, the competition's better. You got a lot of girls out there looking hotter and you got to step the game up. Just like if you live in friggin' Hollywood, it's not going to do it just having a job anymore because friggin' George Clooney's walking around making you look like a schlub. So you got to compete on a different level. It wasn't until the late 1800s that non-native, mostly white Americans, women, became concerned with body hair. We used to shit in buckets. Like, literally, there weren't bathrooms. So, yeah, there's been some things that have changed over the years. Surprise. Rooted in traditions of comparative racial anatomy, 
Evolutionary thought solidified Hare's association with primitive ancestry and a return to the earlier, less developed forms. And the article goes on to say that it's basically like a white construct. And this is white people saying that, oh, <laughs> like the hypotheses are just so out there. You go, it's men controlling women. And also it's white people making, you know, trying to prove that the white way is the best way to be. And you go, for starters, for starters with this argument, black women aren't really as hairy as Italian women. I know plenty of white women, you know, if you're from Croatia, if you're from any of those places, you look like Tony Soprano, you know, Indian chicks. Like Indian dudes are hairy. My friend Natish, I used to say that he looked like someone cummed on his back and he ran around, he rolled around in a barber shop. It's a hairier culture. The same reason a lot of these greaseball guidos with all their chains in their hair start to get laser hair surgery because it's a little less in vogue right now to have the big hairy chest. So Italians, you know, they got a rug on their back. <clears throat> and you're talking about black people are, it's, it, well, we. <laughs> We can look at someone and tell their race <laughs> without seeing their hair as well. So you're looking at someone, which first of all, it's not, doesn't mean that you're, you're less hairy when you're white. It's just not a fact. <laughs> I know a lot of black guys that are like barely hair. They have no hair on their body. They've got the smooth 18, you know, the smooth 13 year old chest with no hair. And so they're like, ugh. White people think that, you know, no hairlessness is a white thing. Or you're, and even if you want to go further, you're like, it's a culturally white thing to shave it. It's like, okay, so they're the first ones to shave it. And then other all cultures are like, oh, yeah, that is better than my wife doesn't have a mustache. And girls are like, oh, yeah, guys think I'm hotter if I shave uh, my back hair. So I'm not really sure what the problem is there. But we can also tell what you look like without your hair. So it's not like, oh, they're associated with the, like a, a different race. And this is them trying to say the white race is better <laughs> somehow. You're like picking up a chick and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like this racist person. I want to be with a white person. And then you're like, oh, good. It's a white person bald, uh, you know, no hair whatsoever. And then, you know, she takes off her shirt and there's hair on your arms and you go, I didn't know you weren't white. And she goes, yeah, I'm still white. Like, hey, what race are you? Can I see your legs to make sure they're hair? Armpit hair? Oh, I didn't know I was dealing with a non-white. <laughs> what could this possibly have to do with race? You're, if you want to say that Western culture was uh, at a different place, well, maybe in Asian culture they didn't shave as much because they're hairless. These people, you know, Japanese guys notoriously have less hair. It's it's solid. I, I got a, I got the chest hair going on. Don't love it. I used to shave it. I mean, I got a big tattoo. I've shaved time to time. I'm on a no shaving system for the most part right now because I'm a grown ass man. But it's a wild system to try to pretend that this is a white supremacist thing to have less hair on your chicks. <clears throat> And they say, an important distinction in this evolutionary framework was that men were supposed to be hairy and women were not. Because that's true, men have more hair on their bodies than women. It's almost there's like there's this like 11 evolutionary thing that these crazy people are pushing that women are less hairy and then forcing it. It's true. Women don't have beards. 
Unless they're the ones you're talking about, the uh, Italian Croatian women, they potentially could have a, a nice stash. You know what I mean? They're doing the the November. I, I don't think girls should grow them out until November, so they support the boys. But until that, I don't think they should. Hair removal and self-care might be one of the biggest lies women have ever bought into. It keeps us in an impossible loop. One in which we are constantly in pursuit of velvety limbs and the moral virtue of cleanliness. What a f- insane virtue to have to be looking for. The insane moral virtue of being clean and the insane moral virtue of not having hairy legs and armpits. Yeah, you shave every couple days. The same reason guys have to shave every couple days. <clears throat> it's just better. It's better to not have, you know, there's nothing. I used to say a joke where I say that one thing I know about girls with armpit hair is they hate when you pull it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just when girls say, oh, I'm going to bleed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have free bleeding my period. And it's going to be blood everywhere in support of feminism. It's like guys saying they're going to stop wiping their ass in support of men's rights. <clears throat> Now, this McLean's article talks about it, too. It's, you know, it's not one of these articles where you find one thing. You look up the body hair problem and there's a million articles saying that this is racist and sexist, that girls have to shave their mustaches. And it's like you don't have to do whatever you you can do, whatever you want to do. But we're living in a society. And if you want to attract someone that thinks you're hot, you might want to put a little effort into it. If we all do, if you want to be a guy and you want to be a fat slob, you know, you better get a cool image and a cool job to make it work. And you still can. Policing of body hair has always been about race. No, it has not. The classification of body hair was foundational in defining race in the 19th century. White men became increasingly fixated on regulating white women's physical appearance as a way to mediate anxieties about race. Yeah, someone's girlfriend had shaved armpits and legs and your girlfriend's got full bush, full bush armpits, full bush legs, and you go, yo, that's better. Can you do that, please? I am definitely liking that. And they go, you're a freaking racist. Way to enforce white values. There's no better way to say that this is just straight up revisionist history. And everyone sees it. You you, you take something that could potentially have 12 to 15 factors that lead to it and you pick one and you say, that's why this is happening. You know, and it may be that there was a guy out there that said some shit like this, being like, ah, oh, I don't like this race because they're more hairy. Who knows? But that's not the general consensus of why this happened. And it kind of reminds me of with the show Girls. And this is what people that kind of subscribe to this ideology do. They they take their sh- they take what they're into, and then they rewrite what they used to do. So these people are rewriting history to suit their thing, and they go. The reason why girls have less hair is because not you know it has everything to do with race and and the patriarchy, and it's just not true. The same way that when the show Girls, Lena Dunham, you know she sort of pushes this these days. It's like a girl power show. This was like a girl empowerment show. But it wasn't a girl power show. I talked about this on Metzger's podcast a little bit. But what that show was, it was like a narcissist, you know, running around making a mess out of her life. And like making it might have been relatable because it's like chicks making some of the mistakes they make in their 20s. But like the moral of that story, even at the time, wasn't that like this was sick. It was essentially a cautionary tale 
of, you know, your life's going to fall apart if you be this crazy narcissist and it's not a good way to live and you want to grow out of that. And I, I, mes- I mentioned Scarface as like a guy version. Where it's like everyone's like, I want to be Scarface. And you're kind of like, did you see the second part of that? Because it doesn't end good. You know, if you want to be, a you know, the guy that's a drug dealer and fighting people in bars with guns. Yeah, it might be exciting, but it's probably not a good long term strategy. And that's the same thing with this. It's like, if you want to be a fucking Brooklyn mess, it's probably not the ideal way to live your life indefinitely. Maybe you want to go through that phase. Maybe you don't. But that's not the ideal way (laughs) to live out your life. And then they rewrite this where they go, yes, queen, like that's the girl everyone should supposed to be. This was a tale of like empowered women fighting against what fighting against their pressers. And you're like, even when you made that, that's not what you made. And that's not what happened with history. That's not why girls have less body hair. So they want to rewrite the whole thing and, you know, shove it down your face like it's the truth. So I think the main reason why a lot of this stuff happens and a lot of these people just become, you know, obsessed with this ideology, like some of them are followers. There's lots of different reasons, but especially in like places like Hollywood and entertainment and the media, it's people that especially are, you know, popular and have these followings, they kind of got to where they were doing something, you know, whether that be modeling or acting or comedy. And then when they kind of got what they wanted, it didn't solve any of their problems for them. And so they had a mission. And then once that was finished, they go, now what? And I kind of understand that. So they go, I need to find purpose the other way, but they're not looking for purpose. They're looking for praise and they're looking for people to tell them they're great. And they're looking for acceptance and a lot of different things. And I always say to people, the way to combat that, and this is because I'm saying this from the way that I kind of, I remember when I was in the you know very popular band when I was like 20 and I kind of went through some version of this when I was like 22, 23. And you're just like, inst- you stop caring about, you know, music and you start, you know, you start looking at, Oh, like, am I doing as good as this person? Like, maybe I should get signed by this thing. Like, should we be touring here? You start thinking about the other stuff and all the external things that come from it. And whatever thing that you're into, whatever job you have, if you don't care about the thing and you only care about the stuff that's going to come from the thing, as soon as you are successful, it'll all go away and none of your, you'll never have what you want to. So it's like, it's very important to kind of like, you know, the kind of lame version of it is like care about the journey or whatever, but it's like have goals for yourself that are like intellectual or getting better at something. But if your goals are just external, like I want people to think I'm great. I want to have this hit show. So I'm finally accepted. I want to prove this to my dad. It's like, then what you have to like something and you have to kind of like have real opinions and you have to have a real like philosophy that you kind of subscribe to and live by. You know, that's why I try to focus so much more on, you know, you don't see me even like with this, I I might take some, but it's like, I haven't really been taking ads. I took one ad and I was like, you know, very, very careful about it. And it seems like people felt fine about it on the thing, but it's like, because I care about the thing. I'm like, I want to be good at this. I want to be good at that. And Emily Rajakowski, I was sort of talking about her because she's like this model and now she's this big activist and she's telling everyone her opinions on everything. And it's like, You just moved from one thing you didn't respect to a second thing you don't respect. Because if I decided, you know, and I've been talking about a lot of these concepts, you know, my entire life. I've kind of been into this stuff because it kind of pairs with the 
the kind of cultural thought or whatever I've been doing. But when you talk about someone like that, it's like she kind of wanted to be a model. Then she came this like famous model. That's all she ever wanted all her life. She become this famous model known from the Robert and Thick video or whatever, super hot. And then you kind of have that. It's like, but you don't care about modeling. You just knew that you wanted to get to this place and then you're there. And then what? So she moves to another thing. She's like, if you, even if, oh, maybe I'll do fashion lines, but you don't care about fashion. You know, a lot of people that are actors like kind of care about acting and then maybe they want to be a director, but it's like she had no respect for that thing. And then she just moves to another thing she has no respect for, which is like political thought. And it's like, if you actually cared about those things, I almost have more respect for people like Ashton Kutcher that kind of, you know, figure out how charities work and start one in the background and actually spent a lot of time getting better at it before he started kind of yelling it at everyone. I'm sure, you know, people, maybe he isn't the best, maybe he isn't the worst, but a lot of these people, it's like, I would be, I would never in a million years get really, you know, get really good at something. Switch to, for example, um, a, switch to a completely different thing and then day two start telling you about it and that's why everyone starts hating people when they start doing comedy when they're youtubers or actors it's because they go you know what i'm just gonna do this now and they make their whole thing i'm a comedian and they start talking about i'm a comedian here and the comedy it's like but they don't actually care about the thing they just think it's a career move and if you don't ever care about anything if you don't actually like what you're doing ever you're just gonna be moving from thing to thing that's trying to give you validation I got a little maybe losery at the end, but that's how I see the world. And I was kind of telling my friend who's like 23 that because I, you know, kind of went through the same thing. And I think I fixed it, but it's fixable. But it's like you have to change your perspective and then you won't just be telling everyone your new thing that your new hobby that you're into, which is politics now, even though you were a professional like hot girl for the first like 25 years of your life and never thought about any of this stuff. But now at 26, you have all the answers. The Patreon. Guys. If you like the boys cast, please take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram. I want to thank people who have been joining the Patreon. We have five $50 patrons have been rolling in. Eric Baumgartner, Harrison Darcy, who I used his uh, name in my last video if you saw that. Medek Hertz, Sephiroth. Sarah, the godly noob, Michael King. Shout out to all these people who have been supporting me because I actually using all that money and it's very cool. I'm doing another episode on the Patreon this week as well. And that's patreon.com slash the boys cast. Thank you for spreading the word. I get so many messages. That's the other thing I will say. I get so many messages from people these days. And if you message me on the Patreon, I describe, I, I respond to every single one. But between like Instagram, Twitter, and uh, all those, I get like a hundred a day now. So there's like, there's just no way for me unless it was going to be like a full-time job. So, but I respond to everyone that's on the Patreon every single time. So that is one, another benefit. And if not, you want to support me for whatever other reason too. Um, thank you for listening to the boys cast. I have been Ryan Long. Oh, we are never, 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 never,